for everyone who has listened up until this point, this is the final episode in the series centering around unconventional life paths. Um, this episode was recorded as a very impromptu, well, impromptu is a very lazy choice of words, more informal. Like I wanted this one to be a little bit more fun. Um, I really enjoyed speaking to the guests who've given me their time to talk about this. And the next step is to try and move into doing more visual content. I think that it's more than likely that what I'm trying to convey, what I'm trying to discuss with everyone would be received better if I think people could, you know, see the people behind the voices. Um, so to everyone who has listened up until this point, thank you, genuinely. The fact that people take the time to listen to what I have to say, what I've, what I've scrolled in my notes here and there about what I think might be interesting or important to talk about really does touch me. Um, I hope you guys enjoy this last episode. It's a much shorter one, but as I keep saying, I aim to get more and more consistent with this and to try and provide more insightful things here and there. So I hope you guys enjoy this. At the end of this episode, there is, I think, something a little funny, a little funny, not to be taken too seriously. I'm not going to eventually into a new career, but with Tanashi being a producer, I decided to engage and, 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 you know, play along, play along. I'm not rapping. You can't take me that seriously. Um, but that being said, if I was taking it seriously, I'd do, I'd do better. I'd do better than that. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. And as always, thank you for listening. This is Kanye Masetli. My good listeners, this is another episode of Who Would You Tell? Today I'm joined by a long, long-awaited guest, so long that I have the text. This, this episode has been planned since March. <laughs> long, long overdue, but thankfully I am joined at last by Tanasha. He is head of FTL, head producer, and a friend of mine from Cape Town, and I'm really glad you're here, mate. How are you? Nah, I'm easy, boy. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I know it's been a long time coming. No, look, it's been a long year. It's been a long year. I can't, I can't hold it against you, really. <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad we're here now. That's all that really matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, let's get right into it. So my first question, mate, you actually have a degree, eh? How, how, are you, how did you spin this into deciding this is what you're going to do full time? Um, yeah, it's actually because I got a degree that I was able to, I guess, take this path into music because I did, so my first degree was a BSOC Sci in law and politics. And I started the LLB to make it like the whole five year thing and I ended up leaving because I hated it. It just wasn't making me, you know, it just wasn't giving me what it needs to. And you know, there's no such thing as an easy degree. So if it, if it matters, you should be able to do it passionately. And I just didn't have that. So luckily my parents understanding of that because I had gotten the first degree you know, so I think just any black parent who respects education would want their child to have any degree, you know, just just to show on, on a piece of paper that, you know, I actually can do these things. Yeah. So I guess having that first piece of paper is really important because it's like, OK, it's not the, the full degree you planned, but you still you still took it seriously enough to get one degree. So we'll give you this like a year to figure things out and. That's just not something a lot of people get. So I'm very grateful to have had that. Yeah, no, like having support of the parents, even when, you know, it comes a condition, I think that it's a blessing. It's a blessing. I'm happy for you. But what, I, what I'm actually really curious about is that as soon as I met you, I knew you loved music, right? So I've yeah. always wondered, 
why didn't you pursue a music degree? Or do you think there was one that would have fit you the same way? Um, I think... I think I just discovered it very late in my life, to be honest. I only... Like, I've always liked music, even just in high school or whatever. But even starting FTR Radio, something I only started in, like, my second or my third year in varsity. Mm. It wasn't... It was I guess it's a lack of exposure. If I knew about certain things before, I definitely would have, you know, done more to explore the little interests that I had. But you know how it is in high school. Like, if you can do well academically, then you, you, you kind of push to pursue certain career paths. Yeah. And not saying that I was an A student or anything, but I was doing well enough to obviously get into law school. Yeah. So it made sense that, dude, why not do something stable? And honestly, I didn't have any other exposure to that many career parts that interested me. Okay, no, that's, that's, that's one reason, that's one reason. So now you have the degree. How, how do you feel? How do you feel about yourself? Like, I'm sure you, like, are there any regrets? Do you, do you look at it sometimes and think, you know, I could have used my time better or no? I definitely don't regret it. I, I do definitely think there's value in having a degree of any, of any kind, even in this economy. I think that there's certain things that, even if it's just principles that I've learned and like things like how to study and you know, there's things that like the act of doing the degree teaches you just about time management and you know, how to, how to, I, I guess, pursue knowledge. Even if that's all I learned is because I applied so much of that to what I do in music. Yeah. You know, it's still one of the things where I'm still learning every day. Yeah, you know, I'm always trying to improve, and it's just like it still feels like something that I'm studying, and even if it's just for that, obviously there's still like legal principles that I apply with things like contracts and distribution and things like that. But it's not something I'm an expert on. It's just it's good to have that background. Yeah, like you have a grounding at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's beautiful. You kind of it's kind of worked itself out that you know everything that you learned then still can lend its hand to your like your present life. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So something else I want, I want to know about because I've been struggling with this myself. When you look at other people who went and finished the degree, how have you found a way of making sense of what you do now? Do you struggle with comparing yourself to your peers now and think, you know, if I continue with this route, I might be further along in my career? Or do you often think, you know, do you ever like just doubt yourself essentially for having taken this route? Okay, so to answer that, I guess, wait, are you asking if I doubted the music route or the law route? Um, music route. The music route. Um, I've definitely questioned it a couple times. Definitely, you know, when you're in this industry, a lot of it is about like building relationships and things like that. And there's so many things that are just factors that are just out of your control sometimes. And it definitely has made me think like, yo, there's certain careers where you can get a degree, even though it's not guaranteed you get a job, but you know, there's a direct line of sight. With this, it's kind of like, it's less, it's less straightforward than that. So yeah. for those reasons, I definitely have had my doubts, but I've never, dude, like I'll, I'll never leave music. You know, like, yeah. how can I, how can I doubt it? It's like, it's everything, you know, music is literally like, I feel like I can't, I can't function if there's no, if there's nothing musical 
in my life. So when I had those doubts, I was just like, okay, dude, so it's either you do it or you don't, you know, you're this invested, you're this far along, you've got the studio, you've got everything set up. This is the point where people break and like the part that makes you like the best at what you do is like, okay, you're at that point where people break, you just have to push through it. Sometimes it's about being the last man standing and that's kind of the mentality I've had sometimes when I've doubted things. So yeah, I have had some doubts, but I definitely still do plan to be last man standing when it comes to this music stuff. Now I'm glad to hear it, man. And I appreciate your honesty um, in answering that question because it's not an easy thing to doubt the thing that you actually love, that you desperately want to do too, you know. Exactly. And when you, when you make your, your passion your career, I think anybody will go, will go through that. Yeah. Because you know it starts to feel like yo, if if I'm not working, then then I'm I'm lazy, mm-hmm. you know. Because there's always work to be done when you're doing something self-starter. Yeah. So yeah, any anything in an entrepreneurial spirit will bring those doubts. Yeah. No. But on a lighter note, I want to ask, what do you think you're most proud of at this moment? Your career is still fledgling. You're still at the very beginning of the journey, of course. But you do have quite a lot to quite a, quite a lot that's under your belt already. What do you what did you enjoy the most, most so far? Proud of. Jeez. Um I guess Okay, it would be I guess two things. One would just be like in and, in and of itself, just how many streams we've done, just the, the reach that we've had over the years. Um I think it's something that makes us very competitive in terms of the people that, you know, were on the same radar as. So I'm definitely proud of being able to say that, okay, our numbers actually back us up, you know. Uh, I feel like even just the fact that, like, FTL is just getting recognition. Like, when you, when you go into certain spaces, it's become more recognizable. So I'm very proud of just being able to to say that like okay when i started this thing even though it started with just making playlists like in my head in the back of my head i was like i always want to just be like doing everything in music and that's kind of starting to come into fruition so i'm very proud of the impact that it, that it's been able to have in that like you know how you don't you don't see the journey until like you get to look back and like even looking back i'm like yo we've actually like we've done a lot yeah like in terms of like just the music that's out there like the fact that I, i've dropped three projects this year crazy you yeah. know so just the fact that we can back it up with actually putting things out and the numbers are reflecting in some of the projects that like okay we're onto something yeah yeah and the second thing is just the i guess like just the fact that we said okay we're not going to overthink things so we're just going to drop yeah let's just do it you know just that mentality of dude don't get attached let's just do it and I, I think I think that would have helped you immensely because I think comparing it to a podcast is different because this is it's a lot more controlled. There's a lot there's a lot less. I want to say a lot less emotion, but that's not necessarily true. But I can imagine when you put so so much of your time into your art, into making it sound great for you, the moment you you're thinking of releasing, it's easy to get caught up in like the immediate reactions. And I like that you've gotten to a point where you can say, okay, this is just going out regardless. Like, we're happy with it. We put the time into it and, like, just trusting that your work is good. Yeah, I think, like, we're in an age where you you can't be hoping that a TikTok will blow you up, you know. Right now, I think 
it's been more important to build a catalog that's consistently good and i feel like we're achieving that already you know just the range of music that we've put out this year alone and the stuff that's coming out very soon it's everything that i would have wanted you know in in varsity when i first started thinking about this so being able to say yo i dropped a rap tape and it's just mad to me mm-hmm. yeah so definitely definitely a lot to be grateful for yeah so something I'm, i've been really curious about in like watching and listening to other people who make music is how you chart your next step like what do you have right now as your next goal musically you said that you're proud of the stream you've gotten to so far do you have another numerical target that you hope to hit that you think okay cool this is like we're at this point now we need to get to i don't know like 20 million like what's what like what do you have as your next goal musically or do you track your progress outside of i mean the numbers you know i have streaming goals mm-hmm. like I think the next the next goal is 2 million. Okay. And we're, we're we're close to that. I don't know how close we like I, I you know what Dude, the pandemic changed everything for me, boy. <laughs> like I how so? Not, how not so? that I was ever a huge planner in life, but that just made me toss so much aside and just go with it. Like if I was ever go with the flow guy before, mm. the pandemic uh, it made me into something else, bro. Like that's why we adopted this don't overthink shit mentality. It's like when you sit and this is going to be a bit unpopular cuz it's like everyone should have goals and like mm-hmm. i do have personal goals but when it comes to music i've reached like for example as an engineer i think i've reached my goal at you know being able to sound professional that mm-hmm. was my personal goal as an engineer so when it comes to music now it's literally just about getting the content out uh it's not necessarily i would love to get more numbers i think anyone would but I I don't know I'm just extremely confident in the quality of the product yeah that the goals that I have of are kind of not broad because I do have specific ones like for example I do want one of us to get a sama I don't get what I don't care what it's for you know and above that I've, I've obviously got international goals but I don't know the goal for me is to just just be part of the discussion. Yeah, like just yeah. just to note you are like contributing like outside of just like your own circles. Yeah. Just that it's you just know. that it grows. Yeah, ultimately. when you're talking about R&B, I want us to be mentioned. Okay. When you're talking about hip hop, I want you to talk about Sandra, you know. Yeah. That's what I want for us. When when you talk about pop, you talk about gimme and so what all of these things, I want my artists to be part of those discussions. That's what I want. Yeah. No, and I and I think I think that makes sense. And it makes sense. And um, depending on when this releases, uh, congratulations on FTL hitting 2 milli. We know it's coming, so, you know, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> yeah, it's around the corner. It's around the corner. Yeah. So I want to ask, like, you know, there's a lot of people who want to be musicians or at least care about music enough to put their hand into it, like, on some level. What advice would you give to somebody who is where you were at, let's say, 21? 21 years old and they are they're unsure you don't know what the talent level per se but would you advise them to try it out knowing how uncertain it is how unstable it is um yes i would say start with the resources you actually first i would say start that's the biggest thing i've learned when it comes into the music thing every venture that we've had it's always been like yo what if this could happen what if what if what if 
but at the end of the day i've always been like okay just start it and see what happens like now i'm a video editor i don't even like video editing but it's something that i can do now because i said i don't want to pay for this they don't want to pay for this we need someone to do it let me just start learning you know so that's the first thing i'd say just start and secondly yeah use the resources you have this guys we like we live on the internet there's reddit you know there's forums there's ways to get things for research purposes you know there's figure it out like don't let resources stop you there's people who've produced grammy winning albums on their laptops alone you know it doesn't matter where you start you don't need you don't need a 10 a 10,000 rand mic to get things started all you need I mean, I won't say you don't need a laptop. I'm pretty sure you do need a laptop, but there's things you can make music on your phone now. Steve Lacey dropped his first project completely produced on GarageBand on his iPhone. You know, there are no limitations in, 20, in 2022, 2023. When it comes to technology, you've always, there's no excuse not to try. That's what, that's what I can say about that. Well, there's always a way. Now that's, that's, I appreciate that. That's a really, really beautiful way of putting it. That you should just make the attempt. It's, yeah. it's scary, but you lose more, I think, in regret, in, in regretting what you did not do versus what you just tried out. Yeah, you're, you're literally as young as you'll ever be, you know, and you also got the knowledge of knowing that, dude, this is also like, I know certain things and I know certain people reach out to people around you who've got experience in those things. Find a mentor. I found a mentor in engineering. That's how I got into this game. Shout out to Ali. He's the one who told me how to do all of this. He's the one who hooked me up with the software that I couldn't find by myself, you know? So find someone who's already taken a few steps ahead of you and start with them. Yeah, and you never gotten there if you just didn't try it blindly in the first place. Yeah. Like you, yeah. Ha- you have to start from where you are. You can't. Yeah, I was there trying GarageBand and Fruity Loops in high school and I sucked. I only picked it up again <laughs> when I was like 22. But having that experience definitely helped me know like, hey, dude, I know, I know how to suck at this. Mm. I know exactly what I don't want to sound like. Yeah. So even that, there's, there's like a lesson. Like it still gives you some kind of perspective. Yeah, there's a lesson in that failure. Yeah. Yeah. So who would you say your biggest inspirations are? Like in your personal life and just on a, on a larger scale as well, musically? Uh, okay, I'll start musically. Musically, Joe K of Selection. He's the reason I started making playlists. He's the reason I started DJing. Essentially, my love for music really just expanded when I discovered Selection. So, Joe K is a huge influence on me. Kenny Beats is a reason I went to production school. I saw an episode of The Cave, and I saw him using Ableton to record and make the beat, and it blew my mind how quickly he did it. So a month or two after that, I went and I rolled and I learned the same software that he used in those in those sessions. And, and I literally do it exactly the same way he does it. Like everything I do, even my production, it's really inspired by Kenny Beats. Um, ish, the old Kanye. <laughs> the, um, the disclaimer on the old Kanye is yeah. a bit funny. <laughs> the old Kanye, um, really musically, like what he what he's done in terms of like what you can do with music uh, i think i get that spirit from kind of experimental spirit I, I think i get that from listening to kanye and pharrell and timberland so those producers are my biggest inspiration oh and drake drake the goat everything i do is modeled every everything musically if it's a rap thing my reference is drake if it's a singing thing my reference is drake so yeah i'm really trying to be the next 40 
So Drake is for me the biggest musical influence. Personal influences, my friends. My friends definitely. All of this started because my friends are the ones who said, boy, you make really you like really good at being on the orcs. Please drop a playlist. And that's how that's how the first one came out. And it was always my friends was like, dude, you know what, you should do this engineering thing. You should do this production thing, you know? Like they're always the ones who've been encouraging me to pursue these things. You know, because they're the ones who saw they saw the they saw the passion I had in music before even I realized it. So my friends are a huge influence. And obviously my parents, because they supported me. Cause everything in the studio is paid for essentially by them. So having that, crazy. Crazy, crazy amount of support. Yeah. Oh, that, that's a that's a remarkably wholesome answer that you rounded out for us there. <laughs> to, to say family, friends, and then a few a few just from YouTube. The Drake, the Drake being your, your biggest inspiration. I don't know. I don't know. Take some of the, the lusts away from this for me. Dude, Drake is the goat. What do you, like we don't need to get into it now. We don't need to get into it now. Yeah. Man. But what he's doing for R and B and hip hop is literally exactly what I want to do. Like what Black Coffee did, ne? Mm-hmm. To be able to go from being a DJ to being a producer to making it here, then making it overseas, then producing a Drake album and winning a Grammy. He's literally living my dream step by step, bro. Mm. Like what he's doing specific, and like when you when you when you worked with Drake and got the Grammy like back to back, that's yeah. like okay, it's like he read my mental diary of like what I want to do in life. Yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. Got, yeah. So look, if you said Black Coffee, I'd be more with you. Hey? Drake is the guy, not ah, Drake, brother. Dude, Drake is the guy. That's the boy, boy. <laughs> that's the guy. Are you gonna rap for us? Is that is that the next is that the next step? Me, yeah. never, never, ever. never, ever. As as a, as a mock tape, nothing. FTL. Yeah. I, mean, I, do it for, I do it for fun, but like. Yeah, okay. I think any any black man can end up rapping, bro. But like that's not my goal right now. I'm perfectly happy just, you know, excelling in what I do on the board. And you really do excel, bro. Like mm-hmm. I've Thanks, bro. I've watched what you've made over the past few years from when you were making like playlists on Apple Music to what like mixes on SoundCloud. Dude that you have like like very very evident talent i'm not saying this because i think you're like a nice person that (laughs) that's completely unrelated like i've watched what you've made and genuinely it's inspirational thanks it's inspirational and that's that's why i wanted to have you here today and (laughs) i appreciate you gave me your time thank you for being here and i hope you know that i'm always wishing you and ftl the utmost success at all times i appreciate that bro thank you thank you for finally doing this yeah dude (laughs) but yeah so thank you for the time. It's a rather short episode this time, but we have a lot more coming through. And thank you for listening to Who Would You Tell? Oh, wait, wait. Before you go, we have to play your beat. And you're going to rap. <laughs> All right, I'm going to load up something simple. Okay. Do you want something trappy? It has to be trappy. That's what I have. Okay, I'll work. That's what I know. <laughs> Let's see what I got here. Uh... And this has to make it on the podcast. I'll put it in the outtake. Yeah, wait, this has to make it. No, it will. Alright, let's let's see. There we go. There we go. Can you hear it? Oh wait, there's no <laughs> I'm like what? <laughs> okay. Let's try this again. Let's try this again. 
FTL, you know how we coming through Trying to make these bitches rack this fuck and still blue You know how I come through, you know what I'm trying to do Yo, yo, who would you tell? No, yeah, yeah selling them out here, baby Trying to tell these bitches, chase your fucking dreams, baby Yeah, yeah Should have practiced before this, though <clears throat> Trying to tell you guys exactly what I'm thinking every day I think I think a million things that there's a better, better way, ayy Yeah Every day Every day I think there's always a better way to do what you're trying to do Now I sound fucking motivational as fuck I'm done with this shit though Spin gray, shout out FTL, shout out Nash I'm done with this though Another yeah. time man Yeah <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll never have to get There's the outro. Alright, alright. Shout out to LLM bars, nigga. <laughs> alright, let's wrap. Here we go. Easy stuff.